pocketing a hot dog? Unnecessary. The flash was necessary. That was necessary. Man, it was nice to see a quick gag, but we didn't have to have him watch the thing, check out a girl who he was making eyes at earlier. Decide, okay, my identity may be compromised here, but I got to do a thing. There's a hot dog over there. And I thought, is he is he is he like gonna stop eating hot dog? Is he having lunch? They're emphasizing that he's poor. What are they? What are they? What, yeah, what like, is their goal here? And the whole thing is he's eyeing this hot dog. And like, is this about to get real inappropriate? Because I don't know where this is going. <laughs> I did also have that slight moment. Yeah, I was right. like, I wonder where this is going to go. Zach Snyder could go either way. There they go, the clown and the two thugs. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to an episode of the Geek Down. I am Pat B. In the house today, we have the Fakuchina. Man movies well said we have abby abs howdy howdy we have shana shay uh the longest day for the longest movie that's right <laughs> that's what i said oh movies <laughs> all right well since y'all tipping your hand today we are talking about justice league the snyder cut dude this was a long epic movie and we will give you all the inside stuff we are also talking about undermine undermine is a it's an interesting approach to gaming released on both PlayStation and Nintendo Switch. Both Abstergo and the Executioner are going to give you the raw deal on what's real and what's fake with Undermine. If it, yeah, I don't have a ROM ready to go, so y'all take it's it too. Okay, it was pretty and, good. All right. But first, dude, let's talk about Justice League The Snyder Cut. If anyone's unfamiliar with this, <clears throat> get in my mode here. <clears throat> Bruce Wayne enlists the help of his newly formed ally, uh, Diana Prince, to face an even greater enemy. Not just Diana Prince, he also brings the Flash, he brings in Aquaman, he brings in Cyborg, he brings, yo, dude, this is the Justice League coming together to stop this new threat to Earth. What's this new threat to Earth? Yo, it's, uh, it's, um, it's Steppenwolf and it was kind of whack. But, uh, seven about- years later, after that whole movie was a flop, Zack Snyder, the original mind behind it, yeah. was, I'll say harangued by fans to release his cut of the movie because one of the reasons that the first one sucked, according to fans, was because Joss Whedon took over the project and he did such a bad job with it. So now in 2021, Zack Snyder ha- finally has his chance to show and prove whether or not his version would have really been much better. As we got the four-hour Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. And, dude, I got to say, it was an interesting experience, man. I, I, Yo, I did not expect this outcome to be, well, what it was. I mean, without 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 getting too deep into that, I'm going to kick it over first and foremost to Fakushina, because you've been the most verbal. I want to hear your thoughts on Justice League. Oh man, you know, know right? Okay, now Abby, what are you? Th- okay, all right, Ethel, continue, sir. All right, honestly, I, I really had to do some research with this one because I, I I did not want to talk too much smack. You know, I bring the ne- negativity from what some people have told Since me. Since when? Do you know, you so so I really I really had to go. That's what back. you do. <laughs> I really had to go back and watch this, and I and I even compared it to the Josh Whedon Justice League. So I even had to watch that horror horrific horrific movie but by gosh schneider really brings out the elements and the characters and it it it, it, it shows the purpose of the mother boxes because it just kind of seemed like yeah. watch josh whedon's version it just seemed like out of nowhere out of the blue the mother boxes all just said you know what man i feel like just waking up today and just making some noise and it's just like oh okay 
But it was just like, no, man, you know, you got Superman who died because Bruce had a horrible dream because someone told him, hey, Bruce, man, you know, Superman, the key, don't let him do this. And then, you know, just... Lois Lane is the key. The Mother Box thing in the Joss Whedon uh, in the 2017, let's call it the 2017 version because we keep referencing back and forth. Anyone who doesn't know Joss Whedon's work is going to... We'll call it the 2017 one. Yeah, but yeah. In the 2017 one, you're right. You were you're very correct. The Mother Boxes were just this random um, device, this unobtainium something so-and-so were a world-ending device. Like, really, what the hell they actually do? We didn't even know it was world-ending in Josh Whedon. We just knew it, 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 it was something. It, was it like did a, a bad thing. And right. that's why, it was, like, it was a box. Justice it made noise. And then, like, this person came. He's like, hi, I want my boxes back. And it's just like, no. And it's yeah, just like, why not? <laughs> why are we making a big deal? Give them the yeah, like, there's this creepy dude just saying, I want my boxes. And, like, Batman's like, no. <laughs> I want my boxes. Batman just kind of walks up to him. Nope. Nope. The boxes is not for you. It's like the next Justice League is just me doing a synopsis of just saying, then Superman woke up with a CGI mustache. Yo, oh, the mustache. Oh my gosh. Yes. And then, and then you know what? Schneider actually fixed that problem. Like, he actually made the face. Like, I didn't even realize. I was like, wait, didn't Cavill, wasn't he in, like, Mission Impossible in order for him to have a beard? Like, where's his beard? Yeah, like, yeah mustache. Oh, my God. That's the biggest cheat of this movie that Snyder had available that uh, Joss Whedon did not. In 2017, Henry Cavill was attached to the um, Mission Impossible franchise. He was playing a character that had a very thick mustache. Like that was part of his- He grew you know, it himself. Persona. He grew it, that is correct. The main sheet that Zack Snyder had is Henry Cavill can shave all day. He's not tied to a contract making him keep that mustache now. When they had to do reshoots for uh, Justice League, he was contractually obligated to have that mustache to maintain the look. So yep. I'm just saying there's issues where Superman has a beard. Y'all could have just let him keep it and done that. Like Superman came back and he's been Did in he some stuff. Oh, but no, yeah. they, they thought in their hubris, I got it, we can CG out this. The effects team at Warner Brothers were like, okay, we need to do these pickup shoots. Henry, Henry has this mustache. They asked Paramount, they were like, hey, because they, they went back and forth, tried some things, and they were like, okay, it's like near impossible to make it look good to CGI the mustache off. So they were like, hey, why don't we do it this way? Let him shave it and we'll pay for you to CGI it back on if you have to do pickup shoots, which would look better than the trying to CGI it off. And Paramount essentially did a very diplomatic, screw you, no. <laughs> And diplomatic my butt <laughs> yeah no they had an opportunity to screw them and so they were like yeah no even though they knew they they even went uh they went the uh warner brothers team actually went and did a mock-up of what it would look like if you cgi'd the mustache on him and they were like it looks and it apparently to according to them it looks pretty spot on but Fairmont was like no even though they knew it would cost less money and Warner Brothers would pay for it they were like no I would like to think that <laughs> I would like to think that they had like a legit pitch had this whole idea had budgets laid out and everything but like all their stuff was on point but then when they showed them the mock footage of how the mustache would look 
it was like a completely different mustache. Like he had this thick suit strainer, Ned Flanders thing going on. <laughs> yeah. But when they showed them the mock-up, it was like some kind of racist Fu Manchu mustache going on. Uh, uh, Twenties tied into the train tracks, twirling mustache. Like he a handlebar. Thin, uh, uh, French it's gigolo mustache. Probably it more or less was just petty being petty. Petty but you know, it, it, you know what the saddest part of that, right? Imagine it, it, you had the Michael work Jordan, on the project uh, of putting a beard on this guy to present to another studio, and then another studio said, "So Warner Brothers wasted money twice yeah. on presenting the pitch, and then actually having to take Still, it." Still, like they could have used like a fake beard or mustache as well, and just put yeah, it on his but face. But they absolutely they Paramount would not agree. And Warner Brothers and the Warner Brothers executives simply would not allow Superman to have facial hair. One page of writing in the script could have saved them five years, five years of bad press, of memes, and of having that large aspect of the movie be a joke. But no, we'll CG it out. No one will be able to tell why Superman talking to kids like, What's the problem, children? You want an interview? You know, I got you, sure. You know, because yes, because I've been a hero since so and so. Yeah, I'm happy to represent America. Like, get the fuck out of here. Because movie executives have always had their fingers on the pulse of exactly what we want to see in movies. Like the time they sewed Deadpool's mouth shit. Oh, oh my yeah. god! Wait, so like, yo, Shayna. Okay, so sure. now mind you, the mustache That's thing how we is got not. Here. The mustache thing is not a part of this cut. But notice how much no. time we got out of it. He, he, he actually looked like a real person. He looked like himself. And that right there put this movie so far above the 2017. Now, let's talk about, oh, actually, we we only got execution as impression. Abby, oh, you've yeah, been waiting with us. That's the sad part Tell of us. We, yes, oh my God. So this movie, I think overall was an amazing movie, but it would have been better as like a mini series. Like, like, eight 30 minute segments or like just like tell me you didn't enjoy sitting there for four hours while no i didn't because i i I literally it took me it took me two days to finish it i did like part one and part two and then i did like and then i did like the second half of it like the next day because i was like i i do not have the attention span to sit here for four hours and watch it the only movie i have that for is the lord of the rings and that's an entirely different franchise everyone's oh. fascinated with this lord of the rings get out of here <laughs> Ethel, put your hand down man i can watch those movies back to back hell when the last extended edition came out i got tickets to watch all three extended editions back to back yo okay Shane, there we go. that is, that that is respect. i did the same thing <laughs> i didn't know if i was the only one in this group high five on that so oh uh, you have i have a lot more patience than i but, do but um i i honestly like a lot of the sort of cameos and references in this film I was, did sort of make me happy because there were there was like if you looked really close enough like they sort of had backstory on dark side why he was so interested in earth and why sort of like uh steppenwolf wanted to get the mother boxes and then like sort of finding out along the way and like you got to see like oh my goodness those are the old gods from like 5,000 years ago and one of them is flying around in a green suit and you kind of infer what that like who that person belongs to well they straight up told you this time yeah like they they straight up told you 
I find I, it like, refreshing yeah. because having Green Lanterns, spoiler, it's a Green Lantern. Yeah. Because they did that lately in the previous movie too. But yes, exactly, a better depiction because they actually said who this was, why they were there, and then had the scene play out in a coherent manner. I'm like, dude, exactly. this story actually makes sense. Who saw that coming? I, I was like, like this movie probably is one of the better DC films, even if it isn't in the DC EU continuity necessarily. Because I wasn't entirely sure until like Willem Dafoe showed up, like super long hair, and Mira had a British accent and made an offhand comment. And like I was like, I don't think this is in the main continuity. At, like I think this movie sort of branches off at like um branches off like where the justice league is like that like the ju the 2017 justice league film is sort of canon to like the dc film universe but this one is like its own thing yeah i, th I think i think i think where we'd be better off scrubbing that one entirely and accepting this one as canon as i understand it right now the story that they presented in this is the exact story that was supposed to be presented in 2017. Yeah. So I'm inclined to make this the better depiction of the canon events with the caveat that we could ignore all the post-credit stuff because if anyone yeah. hasn't seen this yet, there is mid and post-credits uh, BS just like tacked on and you can feel tacked on. I mean, you, I, I can almost see the the, 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 the hammer marks uh, uh, so the, the still still indented at the back of this script. So, also, uh, it's, it's Dragon Ball GT. I just bothered that this movie went on like for a half an hour after its obvious conclusion. Yeah, Shana, talk yeah. about that because, <laughs> yeah, let, let us know what's going down there. And I think the thing to be aware of when you have like ultra long movies, hmm. editing is so so important in order to maintain a flow to keep someone's attention for that kind of time and it's even great when those movies do have a mid-movie break where you know it calms down before it ramps up again but this movie doesn't really do that it just goes 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 obvious conclusion oh wait it's still going on oh half hour more great thank you you're welcome and, it's very true and, 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 and this... it's a point there's a point though where I'm watching this movie and I'm like I'm staring into the void and the void is staring back. <laughs> like the, the length was the length is the main antagonist in this movie. That's 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 that's, that's thing I'm coming. I'm coming. And I, also, Zach, like I just don't think Zack Snyder can maintain the momentum to keep you interested for four. Hours. Well, at least not everybody interested for four hours. Well, he's not he's not about momentum. See, don't don't you realize how many how many times this movie slowed down and then sped up again and then slowed down and then sped up again and then slowed down. So many slow mo scenes. Why is there why is there so many slow mo scenes? So like, he wants to make sure we see everything. We don't need to see that much stuff in slow mo though. Yes, we do. The fight scene with a... Superman and, and the and the Justice League uh, that 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 was cool in slow mo. When you see the flash. Come by, and I'm, I'm gonna handle this situation. And Superman's like, huh, "No, that if you're not, you have around, you find out." You know that right there, good in slow mo. The sesame seed tumbling to the ground. Probably not necessary. Not necessary. No, that was definitely yeah. necessary. You had yeah. to see how. My bigger, my bigger issue is like there are so many scenes that go on for like three and four minutes too long, and it's like. Why did you not cut some? And I know there are points when he's trying to build tension, but I'm like, 
I couldn't give a damn about the tension you're trying to build right now. Move on to the next thing. But I also, I will, I will also give the caveat that I'm not a huge fan of Zack Snyder's filmmaking in general. I, I don't actually like any of his movies. Damn. There's that too. <laughs> Zack Snyder's done a lot of pictures. I mean, he wrote uh, the uh, the 2017 Wonder Woman. You yeah, didn't like didn't that one? He didn't direct it though. But no, he but he but he, re he wrote it. Like he that that was. Well, he I'm talking about somebody. It was from the Somebody else's vision executed it. It does matter. A lot of movies are written by other screenwriters, but they are made famous by the directors who put them together. Spielberg wrote every single one of his screenplays, but do you know them as Spielberg movies, right? I oh. also know I also know George Lucas movies that were heavily influenced by Spielberg, and why and that's why we can tolerate them. Well, yeah, we like Indiana Jones, even though it's a George Lucas property, because they're heavily, heavily influenced by Spiel. You know what? I, I, I just realized that I'm actually undercutting my own point. Damn. Yeah, Abby, what are you trying to say? Yeah, Abby, I'm actually curious. You was about to say. So a few, a few, so this film, I think, because of like the pacing of it, would be better as a miniseries with like the sort of like repetitiveness of like it's going fast, then it's going slow, then it's going fast. Like if there was like if they had a miniseries, it would have been so much better. Like if they just had like a brief episode about like the backstory of the Flash, a brief sort of like part about the backstory of Victor of of Cyborg, and then I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna pause it right there though. I agree it would have been better as a miniseries, but everything where they've tried to give every character their own episode so-and-so, it's very hit or miss. And I don't think Zack Snyder's a capable enough um, and coherent enough um, uh, director, uh, writer, anything in total, uh, fil filmmaker, in general, so to, to, to handle yeah. that in a way. What about Josh Whedon, man? Like, Josh Whedon didn't have a cyborg in the movie, not, bro. We didn't even hands. have an Aquaman. Dude, if no. you don't tie his hands, I actually think Josh Whedon could pull it off because when he's done shows like uh, 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 Firefly, each character in the progression of the entire story had episodes devoted to them. You don't do it one after the other. You sprinkle it in and make it coherent to the overall story. And that's the thing that he understands that I don't think Zack Snyder does. If you watch um, Sucker Punch, which is one of Zack Snyder's uh, like opus projects, not something he co-wrote for a studio, not something he made in conjunction with someone else, something that he did from beginning to end, you see how he presents, well, these are characters and I'm gonna give each of them their own breakdown and so-and-so. And Justice League, the Snyder Cut is a good example, but the better example is um, is uh, is uh, Sucker Punch because that was all his character. So you got to see how he wanted to present them from beginning to end. With Justice League, he was tied to, okay, I've got the original work and I've got these characters' origins that were created by someone else. I have to show certain things. When I want to show exactly what I want to do, it is long, it is drawn out, it is over-stylized. It's very pretty, don't get me wrong. Yeah, but no, then, it's beautiful. Yeah, but then there's a lot of unnecessary stuff. The Flash pocketing a hot dog, unnecessary. Whoa, the whoa, Flash, I mean, that, was necessary. that was so necessary. Man, it was nice to see a quick gag, but we didn't have to have him watch the thing. There's a scene, if yeah, anyone's that's familiar true, with yeah. him, I realize I'm naming something very specific. There's a scene where the Flash is doing his big thing and saving somebody. At that time, however, the scene almost stops for him to one, check out a girl who he was, you know, making eyes at earlier. But Two, she was cute though. Kind of kind of decide, okay, my identity may be compromised here, but I gotta do a thing. Three, there's a hot dog over there. 
And I thought, is he is he is he like gonna stop eating the hot dog? Is he having lunch? You know what's happening here? Because they're emphasizing that he's poor. What are they? What are they? What are they? What are they going? What are they? What, yeah, what like, is the goal here? And the whole thing is he's eyeing this hot dog. And like, is this about to get real inappropriate? Because I don't know where this is going. Zach Snyder could go either way. I, had a, I did also have that slight moment. Yeah, I was like, like, I wonder where this is going to go. And it, yeah. like, you realize that, like, at the end of the scene, when with like uh, with the hot dog, you realize, like, oh, so that's like what he's planning on doing with it. Yeah. And, and one of the need you didn't need four minutes of this to break down that one. But quick you did like right? the mystery yeah. behind. <laughs> Although and, no, one the of the could have been done best... in, like, in like 30 seconds, it would, have been, it would have been fantastic and hilarious. Although one of the best things about the scene, which I didn't believe I noticed, so I had to rewatch it, was when you, when he, at the beginning of the scene, he has his socks and his shoes on, but as he speeds up, they sort of burn away. And he's like barefoot at the end of it, sort of saying that like, he's moving so fast that his socks and shoes burned off. <laughs> There's so yeah. much friction building up between the two surfaces, it's wearing them all. It's wearing one of them away because yeah, naturally the surface makes his, is harder. Mm-hmm. So he makes his suit out of the uh, the uh, space heat shield uh, stuff, and he's not a, a scientist. He's not a, a tailor. He's not any kind of person that has like these skills. So it's just kind of like haphazardly well, strapped on to his body when he goes and does a superhero thing. That made sense. In this, we saw him do some cool stuff, and then it was taken away. And you know what? Believe it or not, I like this movie. I was very surprised yeah, by all this. Say some nice also, can't about ignore it. some of the no, dumb we did stuff say some nice things about it. No, I'm, yeah, I know, I know, but it seems like it seems like we're harping on the little oh, idiosyncrasies that Zack Snyder has has thrown in there. But it's just like that's the problem with this. You know, it's yeah. like it's a it's it's a decent movie that still has all those weird ass little like Zack what? Snyder why isms. You know, yes. like moments yes. where you just have to ask yourself like, why are you doing this? It's Everything good. was good, and then you did this. Yeah, it's like, it's one of those situations, like, essentially something being, you know, a, a ha- you know, like a half inch short of perfection, like, mm-hmm. it could, it's, it's good. Like, I don't love it. Because again, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of, film, uh, fan of his filmmaking techniques. Yep. And I haven't really liked his dip into the own DC universe anyway, but damn, all right, just let I, me spew <laughs> that haterade. Go ahead. I, I was always and I don't like his haircut. <laughs> just saying, where the nice but, at? You said nice. <laughs> here's the thing. This was like the weirdest thing going into this movie because yeah. part of me didn't want to like it because I, you know. Yeah, no, no, we, we got it. You went in hating, yes. Overall, it is a decent movie and competently made. It looks better than the original did. It is more cohesive in tone than the original did. And you know what's really, 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 really great at me right now is I've never really been a fan of um, Zack Snyder, but I have been a huge fan of Josh Whedon for years. But to find out that he's a dumpster fire and Zack Snyder's a really nice person, he dedicated this to his daughter, and I just really don't want to be here about it. You can't compare the niceness of the people to the family. I'm familiar with hate watching. I think I think I think love hating something. That's a that's a new concept. That, that, it's that's, like you hate to love it and love to hate it. Right. Oh, I but, that. I like there are some very very 
obvious things that are better. Like, I like that the shift focus is now on Cyborg. He's your point of view character now. And he wasn't in the Josh Whedon one. Dude, um, he had such a, he had such a bigger part in this. He had really, such like, a bigger part. What, I, I, I would did, venture to say he's the heart of this film. And yeah, he was yeah. nothing, he was a nothing character in the 2017. Like how That's much was on that cutting thing. room floor? Yo, he said booyah. I, I, I love about that. Is that Cyborg now being the main point of view character, you now have an origin story for him within this movie. Yeah, and all Flash doesn't need a lot of explanation, but Cyborg no. does need a little bit more, especially since he's not a, as a popular character. But here he is the main character so you have snuck in an origin story so so at least some structuring of the story is definitely better it just kind of drags a lot yeah. and one of my favorite sort of parts like is like there's like within the movie itself there's a logical explanation for why cyborg is the main character like his character if you've seen the 2017 film is sort of like his is affected by the mother boxes like he's like his origin is directly like tied to the mother boxes so it would make sense for him to sort of be taking the charge against the things that he was created by in essence yeah. and that sort of focal point of why he is who he is with the justice league makes a lot of sense Dude, like story-wise like and it's really nice just to see like there's a story explanation, and also we get to see this underrated character get a lot more screen time, and it's just really awesome to see that. <laughs> yeah, I like that too. I like that even though it's a Justice League movie, this really could have been all the just the Batman Superman story with you know and yeah and friends, and <laughs> the fact that it's primarily um, featuring Cyborg and the rest are the supporting players. That's a different thing that I've always said. I, I, I've always liked when superhero movies do, which they never do. And, I, and I've always said, well, they should have did this because that would have been awesome. This character from the comics is such, is so robust and so deep. Why didn't they do this? And it's always because, well, know. because so-and-so is a bigger draw. You know, it's always gotta be about Superman, Batman, you know, so-and-so. We did a Batman movie and crowbar Superman in there. Why? Because we had so-and-so. It's like, why are you doing this when you had so much like good story material at your disposal? And potential. And this movie actually uses it. It's a damn shame that it took four hours you know, that it necessitated that long yeah, it to get it out. But the it fact that we long. see Ray Fisher, who's like the lesser known actor in this, get to shine so much in this character um, that again, is not widely known by people. If if people didn't even like grow up watching Teen Titans, they wouldn't know who Cyborg is. That's probably the only reason folks might go into this knowing who Cyborg is because they watch Teen Titans or to a lesser degree, Teen Titans Go. There you, you know? go, that's, and the, that's the show. Yeah, and, and, or, and, or, and, or and watch the show Titans. Titan, yeah. Titan. Anyone trying? Anyone trying? Get out. Um, but but no, it's like I like that. And Ray Fisher, for years, has been saying, "Dude, I'll never work with uh, Warner again. I'll never work with Joss Whedon again. Cat's a racist. He's uh, he he's you know he, he denied me my 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 spot. He purposely cut me out of this mess and tanked my career because I had the bigger part in so and so. And and for a long time, folks were like, "Yeah, whatever. You know, get the step. Keep walking. We ain't got time for that. We ain't got well, time for you." Yeah. And now it's just like, "Yo, Mr. Mr. Fisher." I, I I apologize. I want you to know that you know I, I, we regret our actions. And uh, no, I, I liked his performance, even though he was cyborg. Cyborg was all morose and stuff. And in the movie, you know, what I'm saying he he really he really knew all about that brooding. But it worked. It worked for this, and it got it came through with some actual emotion. Yeah, I didn't expect and... that from a Zack Snyder movie. 
I didn't expect to actually care about these characters, the story. I didn't expect to see something that I actively didn't like be remade into something that I would like so much. Now, mind you, and y'all can let me know if I'm way off base on this. I would I, I would not put this up against uh, any of the best Marvel movies. Oh no! Because no, the MCU, not. yeah, Yo, the I MCU put has this been, up has against been, Iron Man three. Like, yeah, the MCU has been yeah. fired for 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 a while, you know. But yeah. I would put it against yeah, any, of, any of any of those, any of those any of the the mid tier, you know. Yeah, that mid tier okay. Marvel what movies. Else you got? Yes. Also, like yeah, yeah, Thor: The Dark World against this movie. So there have yes. So there are several cameos from other sort of well-known comic comic characters that do make appearances in here. There is a there's a few green aliens involved in this, which is really nice to see. You get that you get like although the. Uh, there's this cameo towards the end where it's like, I am interested in Earth, and it's like it seems a bit forced, but like if you're unfamiliar with the character, it makes sense to try and familiarize the audience with the character just so you know that like you know who he is from the earlier appearances. Um, and when you're like, okay, so like that dude is, might be important in the future, and just sort of saying like. He has a lot more potential, but not only that, but Granny Goodness makes yes. a very yes. Granny and Goodness. They, my they were very good about not letting you ever really get a really good look at her. Yeah, and she's not in the credits. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, why do you think and, that is, though? Could that have been because maybe they're trying to stunt cast later on if they do maybe. another installment? Because yeah, mother doesn't have... want to be noticed. Well, yeah, maybe no. maybe they might do like a different person in the future, yeah. but like. Just, well, who, well, who could I, play Granny Goodness then? Because I would have I I suggested like Kathy Bates or someone. Yeah, Betty White just yeah. I'm with Pat. I originally thought like Judy Dench, uh, but I'm with Pat with the Kathy oh. Bates because I love Kathy Bates. Or um what's her name? She's actress. like Oh yeah. my goodness. I forget. she was in uh Little Woman and she's like oh my god. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, no, no. She was it's Little Women, oh the new one, the, the new one, the new one. Oh, okay. Are you she's like about Laura Dern. Actually, actually, no. When you brought Betty White, <laughs> yeah, oh, I, you know I what? Think no, Betty White no, would no, make no, a great. Do You'll start, start the hashtag, yo, a, yo, Betty White for right. I think if it was yeah. a different kind of universe, if this was the brighter, ha- um, like brighter, happier version of the DC universe, I would say Betty White was a what? 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 darker version. I don't, I don't know. People right, are showing us names. Like, that's look why at you Catherine Hahn. Well, not the, the Schneider version. Well, look, well, at, no, look, at, look at Catherine Hahn in, um, in WandaVision, though, yo. We're seeing some good stuff uh, from, like, she's from... She's a character actor who's been around for a really long time. Who's so is Betty White. But Betty White shines the most when you let her be comedic, whether she's playing it straight or not, but in comedic properties, she's shines the most. It's just her way Excuse me, Granny Goodness is the most comedic person in the DC no, no, no. universe. You know, you know who would be the best person to play Granny Goodness? What do you got? Ed Eisner. Ed Eisner. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Right. You know what? I know why you're saying that. And I yes, so I'm, I'm going to agree with you. Um, <laughs> okay, Abby, FO, if y'all don't know, um, in Justice League, in the Superman, uh, in Justice League um, early oh, aughts cartoon me. show, the voice of Granny Goodness was um, Ed Asner, uh, who, if you, if you don't know Ed Asner, you may know him better, I guess, as Ed Wunsler. 
uh, from uh, from the Boondocks cartoon. Oh gosh. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. He voiced Granny Goodness. Was, I, okay, so I didn't know that was that one slur. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, I was, wow, I was expecting because y'all gave us these blank looks. No, Shane, I'm that, there with that's you. That's a voice talent. I'm there with you, Betty, Betty White or Ed Asner. One of those, let's push it. We're just mining Nick at night for um, all. <laughs> just like goodness. hashtag Betty White for goodness or like Dark Side Betty White. Mm. Oh, okay, so we thing. saw Dark Side. I didn't like the way he looked. Dark Side? Yeah, I mean, I don't like the way Dark it's Side just, looks. He's Dark Side. He's just not, in, I don't know what it is, but he it doesn't translate more. well to live action. How about that picture of him on the wall in the when um Diana was playing Tomb Raider? That was oh, a yeah. more convincing version of Darkseid than the actual physical one that was in the movie. Yeah, I like liked, I like the fact that we have, we at the very least got uh, the motivations for Steppenwolf, like why he's there, and then why Darkseid Dark is interested in this world. Yeah, apparently, I, I appreciate how they made Darkseid's oh, Darkseid's mo as petty as possible. Yo, these yeah. cats sung me a long time ago, I love, so I won't come back and clap at them. That's all. I love, That's it. Yeah. I love, I love, I love Darkseid collects debts like Fannie Mae. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and 50,000 He's like, I just worlds. did one thing. I don't care. 20% increase compound. Yeah, dude. That Yo, I almost fell for Steppenwolf in that scene. He's just like, I just want to go home. <laughs> I'm sorry. Decide. Yeah. Tell him I'm sorry. Decide's and like, then, yeah, whatever. I will communicate your message. You stay. No, 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 no. No, don't come here. You stay there. I'll tell him. You stay where you are. Yeah, and I realized, like, if... Steppenwolf wasn't so focused on like being like for dark side. Like I have a feeling he would have been like a like a good ally to the Justice League if he just wasn't so obsessed with dark side. Oh, well, now you're getting into some deeper stuff. Well, he, like he ain't, just, ain't no one yeah. from Apocalypse. That's There's really only been one person from actually technically two people from Apocalypse ever to like leave Apocalypse and work on the side of good. And you talking about Mr. And Miracle and yeah, but wasn't so. technically Mr. Miracle actually from the um. Uh, uh Genesis. Genesis, yeah. Yes and no, because now you're getting into the whole back and forth thing. It, That's like saying yeah. technically Orion is from Apocalypse, but Orion was part of that whole sun exchange. That yeah. was he was born on Apocalypse, raised on Genesis, and then like Dark Side's just like my son, come back with me. And uh, Orion's like, yo, okay, you were barely a sperm donor. Don't call me son. I want nothing to do with you. Get up out of here, pops. What you trying to pay alimony now? Huh? You trying to take me to the take me take me to basketball games on the weekends? I don't. Yo, step off. You know what? I'm joining the opposing force just because you were a dick. And a yeah, bad I'm, dad. I'm doing it despite and that, that's yeah, the only reason. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. And uh, Big Barter, who I actually would have liked to have seen since Barter. they're doing so much. Yeah, since they were doing so much apocalypse-like viewing, we got to see apocalypse. We got to see dark side. We got to. See, I mean, they didn't actually go there, but we got to see some of that like visibly uh, displayed and explored. And if they ever do a sequel to this, now they've laid the groundwork, dude. I like that. I like that this was a capable movie that gave us reason to like the Justice League. We didn't have reason to like them before, and we didn't see any reason for their actions before. They just kind of came together like, yo, Batman says some bad stuff coming, so we here, what's happening? Um, I need y'all to stand around and get punched in the face a lot, and then we gonna have like one big fight on this mountain, and then we're gonna be saved. Y'all down? They're like, yeah, cool, I got a weekend, let's do it. You know, and instead, we actually got them working together as a team. We saw teamwork. There's no tacked on scenes. There's no random ass family in Russia 
who even though oh, like, yeah. the entire state's been <gasps> evacuated, they're like this one family who decided to stay there. Ain't got no, ain't got no resources, ain't got no support, ain't got no neighbors, also, ain't like, got nothing except this one weak ass pickup truck. And there to be a red herring, they get the flash out of the fight, and then Superman. To, we were spared all of that and given a coherent story, albeit a long one, that actually made sense. I mean, dude, the, my only real beef with this is the stuff that, like, when Zack Snyder couldn't get out of his own way. He's telling a good story. He's showing you he's yeah. actually a good filmmaker, but also those same uh, Zack Snyder-isms you can't get away from. The ridiculous slow-mo everywhere, mm -hmm. the muted color palette. The DC universe is supposed to be more, it's supposed to be brighter and more colorful than the Marvel universe, just in by nature of what it is. Superman's supposed to be bright red and blue and this dude had him in like muted colors and then the- The, the, the black suit. But yeah. the after death makes sense, yes. Yeah. But still, before like, that, the rest of the colors, Wonder Woman's suit, it's supposed to, it's supposed to inspire like hope and pride and show like, she's a warrior. And instead- Every, every single time she appeared on screen, it was just that same like score over and over again. It oh, yeah, got that, a bit boring. Uh, yeah, yeah dude, I was you know like- messed up? I like the, <laughs> I like the electric, um, the electric cello that's her theme yeah. in battle. Every other time we see her, we don't need music just to no. follow her around. But she ah, is a princess. Yeah, like I'm we don't like, need the like, music. She I'm is like, a princess. Did somebody edit this? Did somebody hire the sound editor from Xena and not tell me? I'm curious. Yeah, like it's so. it's like the first like like if she's in like a big fight and she enters the scene, then yeah, I get it. But like, don't need it every single time she we enters the fight or when she's time, on screen bro. in the fight. We get it. She's a powerful person. Yeah. And Only like, it just gets egregious. cheesy. Even when she's eating, which, you need that which, music. While she's honestly, which, are, which reminds me of one other really random gripe, but so. this isn't just this movie. This is all superhero movies or any medieval movies for that matter too. Mm -hmm. When you outfit female warriors, we do not need boob pockets in our chest armor. That would be a huge hindrance on the battlefield. And please are not with the wedge boots. Oh, but they uh, do have some nice abs. I like the abs. He's just about to be there. there because really it would get in the way of your arm. The, Yo, the, the, the abs on the women are very big. I was just about to say the word chesticles. <laughs> Yo, those, those chesticles were quite incredible on some of the ladies. Like, especially when they were trying to close the tomb, you know, they were especially swinging the, the I was like, oh my gosh, now I understand why T-Pain made that song. I was like, so, yes. You're talking yeah. about the abs on the, that's, that's the, that was possibly my favorite scene in this. Like, See, thank you. Thank you. So we can agree. But when it slowed yeah. down, good, goodness you got gracious. to see homegirls abs ripple as she smashed that post. I was like, oh, I was man. just there like, uh. <laughs> I just, I want to lay. I just I consider myself a progressive, fire. you know, enlightened individual. <laughs> but uh, yo, I gotta be real. I gotta be real though. I was, I was like, I was like, man, I need. I did like that scene. No, was, the scene is good, and I really, right. I really like that the Amazons are all like different body types when it comes to yes. buffness. Because mm -hmm. if this is a warrior race, of course there would be different heights, different levels of buff. Mm -hmm. There would be. I like that all the Amazons aren't tiny and skinny, but oh, and I, there were more I do just have Amazon. a personal yeah. with that. the way that's, they outfit female yeah, you know, warriors. Much more diverse. Just was like, please get rid of that segmented food plate. It is yeah, just man, dumb. It doesn't make yeah. sense. So, 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 so it's like, it's like the, no more chesticles. Got you. 
Yeah, sorry. All right, yo. Like, I'm so sorry for introducing that word to you guys. No, 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 Ab, Ab, Ab. We already knew that word, honey. <laughs> thank it's you okay. for that. You were, you were. Are you saying you've never heard ever. testicle before? I never heard of it, but I mean, it was, it was true. I was like, oh man. Oh really? I'm, I'm just saying that works for you. Well, it's a girl mean, thing. All right, well, testicles aside, I mean, it's... ultimately, I have to give uh, the Zack Snyder Justice League cut, dude. It's a thumbs up. It is an enthusiastic thumbs up. I've really been so happy to uh, to to do a retraction as I have for this because we actually got a good, enjoyable picture. It's long as hell. Would have been better off as a miniseries. It still has some some of those you know foibles that Snyder can't get away from. And damn, sesame seeds didn't even make me want a hamburger. And that's like the least I could have asked for from the scene. You know, a hot dog or a hamburger or something. But ultimately, I enjoyed watching this. I would recommend it to people. There's only limited things that would taint the experience of the story. You know, like 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 one scene where we see uh, two characters having a really deep conversation and then something happens where you're like, oh, I guess that's not what I thought it was. You kind of rip that emotion away. Stuff like that happens. But otherwise I was enjoying every minute of this. I recommend it, dude, it's a thumbs up for me. Shay? Uh, I give it a thumbs up. It is overall a well done movie. Um, it is more cohesive in a lot of ways. It just bugs me that it is so absolutely long. It would be better in a two sitting kind of situation. I don't advise watching it all in one go. It's a lot of movie. It kind of reminds me of reading a Tolkien book in a way, like it's heavy movie making, like Tolkien books are heavy writing. It takes a while. <laughs> Abby. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I cannot imagine watching this movie in one sitting. I would probably turn to dust. Um, it's just, <laughs> it takes so long, but it, it's definitely a thumbs up for me. Um, I watched it in two sittings, which was tolerable and it sort of made it so I was like, okay, I'm digesting this part of the film first and then this part of the film. And there were some inconsistencies, but other than that, that, that happens in every film. And it's just overall like, it's so much better than the 2017 version. <laughs> oh. Executioner. All right, man. You know what? I gotta go. I gotta go away from the norm. Unfortunately, I have to give this movie a thumbs up. Like, wow. I was quite surprised, man. I, I had to watch it twice because I was like, I was really surprised and impressed. And even though some of the end credit stuff kind of fell tacked on. I actually enjoyed those things. I was really looking forward. I, I would have, I would love to see Schneider continue his work. I don't know if that's ever going to happen, but it was impressive. Also, can we let Ray Fisher now get back into movies? Because he, he's right, and he did kind of carry that that movie. He carried Justice League. He showed it. He's got skills. He's got talent. He made you care. Yeah. True story. That's, that's, that's a decent point. It's a decent point. True story. <laughs> it's right, funny. So. It just occurred to me that there's my there's probably one other reason why they didn't let you see get a good look at Granny Goodness because if they if somebody else down the line wants to use that character, they aren't hamstringed in having to have the same person like what happened with Aquaman because the director of Aquaman didn't want Amber Heard. Ah. Mm. Uh. That's a, right. that's a good point. That's actually a, deep, a very good point. Yeah. All right, so the movie is Justice League, but not the 2017 version. This or is the Zack Snyder recut. And honestly, if you just look at the timestamps, you'll know which version is which. Uh, <laughs> dude, we had very 
uh, positive reactions, check it out, and maybe you will too, or maybe you'll feel your own way. It is what it is. But now I'm gonna kick it over to Effecutioner and Abby Abs to give us the rundown on Undermine. All right, man. Well, Undermine is pretty much a action-adventure roguelike with a dash, a smidget, and a tickle of RPG elements mixed into the to the spice. Yeah. And it's pretty much you're playing as these people because you're really going to be playing as different types of people. And you have this all-powerful wizard pretty much say, hey, man, I want you to dig, find some stuff, bring it up, give it to me, and, you know, I'll give you a nice little fair price. And, yes, you know, it is It is a dungeon crawler game. Um, and it's, um, you. yeah, you play as a sort of, you're hired by the wizard, as, like, you're a peasant hired by the wizard to sort of go down into the mines to get some stuff so the earthquakes and the shaking stop and it's a pretty simple storyline and they're pretty simple mechanics and it was just like oh okay so I'll go down and um, I died really easily the first few times not gonna lie but I was getting used to the unusual controls on the switch um, it's a game that's on the switch it's on the uh, on Xbox, on Steam, and I think on PS4. It's definitely on PS4. Okay. <laughs> like, I played the PS4 version. So okay. one of the things that did surprise me about this game was the fact that there is a jump button. And for this type of game, yes. you, would, you would think it's just, you know, side-scrolling. I'm not side-scrolling, but you wouldn't have that jump button. Because you're, you're used to playing, like... On the ground. Yeah, like yeah, you're not you're not expecting that. So the fact that you can jump in this game just really escapes your mind. But it's so overpowered to the point that you just yeah. oh, what you, what you mean overpowered? Like, so like, are, are you just like leapfrogging over? Yo, you're uh, you're literally yeah. leapfrogging. So like if you are just under a bombardment of enemies, you could just hop away like you're Mario, except yeah. that you're breaking out of your two D world. Yeah, you were you were literally just like bunny hopping away from the enemies and it's really easy to just like when you enter a room with sort of like enemies um the doors like lock until you defeat all of them so you just jump around and try and hit them with like your projectile or your like pickaxe until you defeat them and it's like in order and the best way to sort of dodge the enemy attacks isn't going like left and right it's by jumping up and down <laughs> and it's Damn, that's, 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 that's the exact opposite of like every other game <laughs> in existence like yo how, how many times have you been in like an fps and jumping's the thing that that makes characters that's the easiest target ever and you saying jumping is actually the strength of this well, jumping is the strength but it's also a weakness depending on like at least two different types of enemies well three but that's uh, I can mention two because I don't want to spoil them on the third. So like you'll have like these weird blue blob monsters because they can also slimes. I didn't yeah, really know slimes. what they were. I just called them slimes. Okay, that's even better than what I was thinking. <laughs> well, the slimes would also hop too, and it's unfortunate that you cannot attack while they hop, or when, when you're hopping, yeah. you can't attack. But they can attack while they're hopping, so they can hit you out. And those also the fly things that also can shoot at you. Oh my god, I hated those fly things. Even when you jump, if you don't time your jump well, they can still hit you in, while you're in the jump animation, and that makes it hard for you to. And then also they can time where you're going to land as well. So the AI is actually pretty decent. Smart. Like, yeah. yeah. Although 
I have tried this. If you go in between like the hallways in between like uh, encounters or rooms and you jump just before entering the hallway, then it get, p- keeps you in that jump animation throughout the hallway into oh, the yeah. next thing. And I just tried doing that a few times intentionally and I've managed to do it in like at least half of the rooms I enter. And it's a glitch, but it doesn't really affect the character of the game in any way. It's just a weird glitch I found that is just funny to watch. Yeah, I was actually kind of surprised when I did that too. I, I, okay, so I'm not the only one that did that. So, yeah. But, so there's okay. So let's let's go into like the weapons and everything. So pretty much you got this pickaxe. It's your your main line of defense. You're pretty much just slash slash slash. You also can collect gold. You're pretty much going to need the gold to be able to to purchase upgrades. Yeah, but unfortunately, the weakness of this game is the fact that you cannot leave when you collect a lot of stuff. You either have yeah. to wait. And then you'll just be saved in the process of where you are. Or if you want to return back in order to like buy upgrades for your weapon or even your character, you have to die. Yeah, and you lose and sometimes oh, you lose like what? half of yeah, and then you have to lose half your gold sometimes. No, you if, lose exactly half. It's, that's, yeah. the, that's the first that's the whole Yeah, thing. like you lose like half your gold. So if you get like five hundred gold during like a run and then you die, you only have two hundred and fifty of that gold left to spend at the super upgrade shop that the wizard uses. And it's like, come on. Like so much time by getting that 500 gold you're not even like going to use it all like what's even the point but <laughs> any really... other items you get to keep but it's just like that gold really does hurt and... yeah but luckily you're able to buy upgrades on reducing the amount of gold that you lose each time you die also by the way the characters really do change yes so like a lot of times with games like when you when you die it's just like your character turns it's like the same character with like the same armor and same name it's just the same person they just managed to get their body dragged back from like whatever dungeon or like cave that they were brought back from but this like every time your character dies you respawn in as a new person with like new with like a new name and a new outfit it's just a brand new person that's working for this uh wizard trying to get into this gold mine now when and, you come back you have like different you know customized different abilities as well uh no your abilities no your the abilities are all the same it's just you're different people it's just like he hired the the wizard hires peasants to do the job that he doesn't want to do and all the peasants have the same pickaxe and the same projectile weapon that's like a shuriken or something it's more like a story mechanic to justify why even though you died you're back on this same mission it's like well you they just hired someone else that last sucker you know he got taken out quick so now you know and part of the they also have like a reason why like only half your gold comes back is because the canary that's always with the peasant comes back to the wizard with like the gold from the previous peasant or the gold from or like the stuff from the previous peasant so that's why you keep like half your gold from the previous run okay something you said i i got excited for a second there's a game um we actually talked about it a while back like a long while back called void bastards which is a game that yeah it's roguelike like that you play through and when you die you come back but the premise of the game is you're prisoners on a transport ship and you're basically being you know taken out of suspended animation to do jobs for um the ai and the reason you went to jail is like your special ability so when you come when like when you die and come back 
um, that it, that was the justification for you having new abilities when you come back to life. And this, and I thought this game had that too. It sounds like it doesn't, which kind of that to me would be a negative. But where do y'all stand on this? You know, I'm gonna uh, let you go first. Bring it down, man. Probably gonna do like even like it's a pretty small game. And when I looked at the official website, there's only two people working on it, and. It's like it's a it's a good game. I had a lot of fun playing it, even without even sorry, even with little bugs. And like it had a good story. It had like the sort of dungeon, like the um, like the old it kind of remind me of DS games that I used to play. Um, it just was kind of nostalgic, and I really had a lot of fun playing um, playing it. So it is a thumbs up for me. All right, <laughs> FO. So pretty much this game is super relaxing. I actually had a lot of fun. I'm not used to playing dungeon crawlers. There's a good amount of death in this game. I was surprised to give it a thumbs up, man. Like I'm still playing it, even though I kind of beat it. That well, beat ish the game. So I'm still playing it. All right, all right. The game is called Undermine. Um, apparently, it seems to be uh, more of a positive impression than I was getting from y'all when you started, because I, I thought. Yo, it could have gone either way. I'm glad to hear y'all no, did we, not have such a terrible experience. That was a great experience. Even yeah, it was awesome. All. Yeah. All right, then I guess um, it's Undermine. Check it out. But now we are out of time, y'all. I want to thank y'all for joining us for another action-packed, fun-filled episode, heavy on discussion and the back and forth and surprises, shocks and twists. The biggest one being that a Zack Snyder project was positively reviewed. What? <laughs> but if you heard anything on this show you want to chime in on, hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com. Also, dude, go to the website and see all our goodness at geek-down.com. We got reviews, we got uh, me, interviews, we got all types of audio and shenanigans and video and all types of other stuff there. And dude, explore while you're there. Check out villains.wtf, the full network for our full bevy of shows, and see if something moves you. But for now, I want to thank Executioner. Passion is just love and hate mixed together. I want to thank Abby Abs. I'm going to be busy this afternoon watching My Hero Academia Season 5. All right. And I want to thank my road dog, my ace, Shana Shay. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to thank you all. Finding you until next time. Be excellent to each other. Peace. Yang is alive.